the Dr. Rick Podcast, where internationally renowned orthopedist Dr. Richard Lehman cuts through the clutter and brings you unbiased, real science and unfiltered information to guide your family. Hi, everybody. I'm Bob Ramsey. Of course, Dr. Rick is with me. And Doc, um, you know, we talk, we're, we're all over the board with some of the things we talk about when it comes to health, but this is a real serious issue. Um, not just for us in our location in St. Louis, not just to uh, the United States, North America, Western Hemisphere, but the entire world. And the center of it right now, because it's political along as with being medical, is what's happening in China, specifically Wuhan, specifically with COVID and the protests. I know it's a lot to cover there, but that's why we have an expert like you to kind of help us, as I said in the open, cut through the clutter. So first of all, Rick, how are you? And then secondly, let's get to it. No, I'm great. And, and everybody, thanks for listening. Um, this is going to be a very powerful podcast. So, so this you may want to tell your friends about because what we're going to experience is something people are not going to like. And it seems to be pretty consistent that what happens in Europe, Africa, China, uh, migrates to us here in America. And what we're seeing is we're seeing a huge uptick, not a doubling, but almost a doubling of, of COVID cases in, in China. And that has triggered a significant uh, response to the Chinese people. And they're in full-on protest due to all the quarantine, all the shutting down, all the limitations of where you can go, all the testing. Now, China has a zero COVID policy, meaning that they will do anything they can to shut down this COVID response. And this has meant daily testing. This has meant limitations in people going outside, people going to work, stores being open, et cetera, access to food, access to shops, et cetera. And based on that, and based on the research, which you can believe some and you can't believe some, um, and I'll explain that in a minute, I think what we're going to about to see is a huge uptick in COVID, which is the last thing anybody wants to hear, right? We're sick of it. We're done with it. We don't want to wear a mask. We don't want to quarantine. We don't want to close our schools. But I think we are going to see another big wave of COVID. Now, how bad the, the wave is going to be, we don't know. And I think the numbers in China are underrepresented. I think 80% is an optimistic view. I think the number is far higher. So before we get to how it affects us, in, in the United States. Let's talk about what's happening in China. You talked about their policies, the zero COVID policies. You know, in the U.S., you know, we can debate back and forth. Florida was relative to everybody else wide open. They had similar numbers. My understanding is similar numbers to the rest of the country that whether they were shut down and masked and not masked and all those sorts of things. Our policies, has China seen a better response by shutting everybody down than what we saw here with what admittedly a mixed bag of response. So, so in America, I think everybody would agree or most scientists would agree that shutting the country down, taking the kids out of school, two years of uh, digital classes, online classes really had no benefit. I.e. you had, you saw the same number of, problems in California that you had in COVID, pretty much similar statistics, hospital admissions, deaths, et cetera. So your, 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 your answer to the question, and Johns Hopkins is a 
very well reputed um, university said, hey, didn't really do that much. So mm -hmm. the, the answer in the United States was it wasn't really all that effective. Maybe we didn't get to it early enough. Maybe we didn't shut it down hard enough. Who knows? Maybe none of that would have mattered. And keeping the kids out of school and shutting all the stores and everybody going bankrupt was for naught. You know, no one really knows the answer to that. But the research would tell you that it really wasn't all that helpful. China, on the other hand, has taken a scorched earth policy. They don't want anybody to who might have COVID to be out in public. They want everybody tested. They want to know who has COVID and who doesn't have COVID. And they want to treat this um, the most aggressively with the most restrictions. And whether their policies are going to be successful remains to be seen. But they were not successful the first time. Right. Okay. Because lots of people got COVID, lots of people got sick, it got spread to the rest of the world. We all think it started in Wuhan. And you, you have to look at this and say, um, you know, much like Michigan uh, and Ohio State, you'd have to say Ohio State's game plan wasn't all that good or they just didn't play that well. The proof's in the pudding. And, and China hasn't had that good of a response. But they're still at this point trying to shut this down from the ground up and have a zero COVID policy. What we are seeing is big numbers coming out of China, again, not being all that successful in shutting it down and no one really knowing the end of the story, i.e., is it going to spread to the rest of the world like it did last time? Are our numbers in the states going to go, go way up? And then how virulent the virus is going to be. I mean, if it's just a cold, who cares if more people get it? If we see an uptick in deaths, we see a lot of people sick, uh, a worse variant in terms of their uh ability to 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 um get people to the hospital get people on respirators etc then we have a much different situation as the virus evolves and it continues to evolve we'd like to think that the medical community is evolving with it and, and admittedly we didn't know much about it at the very beginning and we're we're kind of learning as we as we went so forget anything that any of us said in the past Right now, in your view, what, what's, what's the best way to go? You know, there's, you know, everybody, there's some people that want a dozen vaccinations, you know, you know, stick me every, every month. And there's some people that want absolutely no vaxes at all. Is there a middle ground with getting a vaccination? Well, I think there is. I think, I think the middle ground is you should get vaccinated, um, and the index vaccination is a way to go. I think all these boosters and this idea that you're just going to stay ahead of the mutations of the virus, i.e. The, the virus changes, the vaccinations are going to change with it. You're always going to be two steps behind. So based on that, I, I don't know that that's a viable option. And I think to just continue to get vaccinated, in my mind, doesn't do much of anything. I think the initial vaccinations probably stop people from getting very sick. Uh, there was a recent study that showed that most of the people that are dying now are vaccinated. And the reason is so many more people are vaccinated that numbers, a high percentage. Yeah. So it's just numbers. So, those, yeah, the, there's much fewer people that are unvaccinated. But I think the idea that the next vaccination, the next vaccination, the next vaccination is going to stop you from getting COVID doesn't doesn't pan out. That's not true. And I think the best that you can do to answer your question is one. 
stay healthy, try to keep your weight down, try to exercise, eat healthy. So keeping your immune system the best you can keep it. Number two, if you've not had any vaccinations, get the index two vaccinations, maybe one booster, and then I think you're done until there's research to show different. And then lastly, if you're sick and you're coughing and you're sneezing or somebody at work is sneezing and you're coughing, put a mask on. If you're not sick, don't waste your time. There's, there's no benefit to wearing a mask if, if no one in the environment is sick. And I think those things, uh, in my opinion, uh, are the most prudent. Now, if you are at risk, you're 65 years old, you're on immunosuppressive drugs, you're overweight, you're diabetic, you have asthma, you're on corticosteroids, then A, you should wear a mask, and B, you should avoid crowds, and C, you should try to change your habits to be as healthy as you can be. So what about the people like me during basketball season have to travel? You're in airports, you're in airplanes. Um, I don't want to jinx myself. Um, that may not be scientific, but I'm a jinx guy. So I don't want to, I don't want to jinx myself. I feel pretty darn good. You know, do I, do I need to get masked? I've, I've been vaccinated. Um, advise me. You're, I'm your patient anyway. So tell me what to do. Well, I think the most thing, so what can you do? Number one, I don't really think wearing a mask at this point is, is going to help you one way or the other, unless you're yeah. in, in, in the company of somebody who's overtly sick. Number two, you're in good shape. You work out, you're not heavy. So you're, you're really helping yourself at every level. You're going to come into contact with somebody with COVID. That yep. is a given. And you very well may get COVID and that is okay. Uh, you're going to get it. You're going to be sick for a little bit. You're going to get over it. You might say, well, that wasn't any worse than the common cold. I mean, I don't know what you're going to say, but you're probably not going to get very sick. And if you stay healthy, weight under control, eat pretty well, um, take your supplements appropriately, uh, multivitamin, maybe some zinc, maybe some vitamin D3, and keep your immune system the best it can be, I, I don't think you have anything to worry about because Yes, you're going to come into contact with people with COVID, but B, your risk for significant illness is very, very small. So let me let me flip this a little bit. A guy, maybe even younger than me, a female, healthy, not, to, not talking about children, not talking about obese people, not talking about immunocompromised people, but, you know, regular middle of the road. And the guy just goes, why not? I'm just going to go get another booster anyway. Is there a danger? Can you overdo that? Uh, the answer is probably no. You, you may get sick from the booster and you may wish you hadn't gotten it. So you may get three, four yeah. days of, wow, this is, you know, COVID and it is COVID. But I, I don't think you can be over boosted. Um, the, the problem with, with that scenario is one thing, and that is, it, and it's kind of gets back to the semi-glutide a little bit. What, what, how do we know how these boosters and how this disease is going to affect us in eight or 10 years? We, we know what it did in two years. Yeah. You know, we know that the boosters are generally safe. We've had some cases that, that weren't safe and there were disasters. And, you know, one of the boosters got pulled off the market. But generally, you know, we're, 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 we're pretty happy with the process so far. The question is, what are we going to do when we're studying this in 10 years? What have seven, 10 boosters done 
to our immune system in 10 years. And that's what we don't mm -hmm. know. So when you ask me, should we keep getting boosted? Should we keep getting boosted? And the reason I'm telling you, no, don't keep getting boosted. It's because we don't know what the cumulative effect of this is going to be. We've never had, you know, you got measles and mumps booster when you were vaccinated when you're a little kid and that's it. And right. no harm, no foul. Now, since when did we ever get, you know, boosted and boosted and boosted you get a yearly flu shot and that's based on what the influenza virus is supposed to be for the following year some people get it every year a lot of people don't but when have we ever had you know recommendations of a booster every four months four months for anything and how's that going to play out in the long term and that's why i say hey get your baseline you want to get one booster have at it but you know, don't keep putting inoculum in your body every four months. That doesn't sound like a good idea to me. Another question, I think it might be the serious one. I use myself as an example in many of our discussions, um, just to kind of put it in real world terms. But here's one. This to me, this is what it's all about. It's about people dying. And have we seen over the last two years any changes of those who are um, most susceptible? Have we seen a change in those numbers? Is it X amount of people under these conditions, they're continuing to get really sick and die, and the percentages are not really fluctuating? No. So the people that are, I mean, if you're immunocompromised and you're sick and you're uh, older, and your and your immune system isn't good, and you get garden variety influenza, pneumonia, whatever, your incidence of death goes way up because mm -hmm. you can't fight that, and 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 your, your chances of, of of overcoming that are are less. But the answer to your question is, the people that have been vaccinated, that are immunocompromised, that are sick, uh, that might have predisposing factors the numbers of deaths from COVID have gone way down. So, so yes, you, you're still um, have, have an increased incidence of dying, just like you have an increased incidence of dying if you fall and break your hip, if you get pneumonia, yeah. et cetera, things we've talked about. But these huge numbers of people that got COVID and died have really dropped off over the last 12 to 18 months, in part by vaccination in part by treatment, we, we have Paxlovid, we have a number of uh, IV treatments, we have a number of treatments that are very successful. Uh, some of them are pills, some of them are IV, but started early, um, can, can reverse the disease. So our treatment plan has gotten better. Uh, our vaccination plan has gotten better. Um, I think we're at a standstill in terms of the number of vaccinations. I don't think we need to continue to vaccinate, but I think the chances of having uh, death from COVID have greatly reduced in the last 18 months. So, Dr. Rick, um, it is it is very sobering news as we get to the holidays and everybody's going to mix. So we just got to be we got to be we got to be sensible and um, and and more or less take care of each other. If you're sick, don't go out. Uh, no doubt. And and you know what? I, I see people with masks on, and I applaud them because they either feel that they're at risk or yeah. they don't want to put somebody else at risk. So, so, you know, I don't look at them and go, oh, my gosh, you know, what are you doing? I think those people should be applauded. I think if you're sick, you know, think of the other person and stay home. Yes, it's the holidays. Uh, have a Zoom call, do something else. But I, I feel like 
a little bit of common sense in the holidays goes a long way. And I also think um, trying to trying to be as healthy as you can in the holidays, which is the last thing we think about, goes a long yeah. way. Dr. Lehman, it's uh, it's great advice and good information. And I know the thing and uh, the, the issues in China keep evolving. And I know you stay on top of it. So as we move forward in, in our podcast and, and new information comes to light, we'll certainly pass that on. Um, thanks for the visit today. Always enlightening. Really appreciate it. No, I, I think you're right. I think we need to stay abreast of this, you know, and follow up on our podcast so people can make timely decisions and know what's going on and know what to expect is coming. So I, I couldn't agree more with you. Have a happy holiday. That is Dr. Richard Lehman. His book is How to Raise an Athlete. I'm Bob Ramsey. Thanks for joining us on the Dr. Rick Podcast. From our roots in St. Louis, Royal Banks of Missouri is branching out to continue serving you with our locations in St. Charles, Jerseyville, Granite City, and now in Hannibal, Center, and New London. Royal Banks of Missouri, the community bank in your community.